so basically today, I want to share um, what I share uh, every Confirmation Sunday. Today is not the day where we say, well, these young people have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They commit to being full members of the church to make this church their family. And that is that. The box is checked. They have arrived. All will be well from here. Nothing else to do. Uh, no. No. <laughs> That is not the case. Um, in fact, I share this every Confirmation Sunday as well because Confirmation Sunday really is a Sunday that kind of contradicts itself. Because on the one hand, the message we hope that they receive, that hopefully we receive is yes. It is as simple as, do you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Yes, done, that's good. Grace abounds. Nothing else to do, nothing required, nothing demanded, nothing you could do even if you wanted to. God's love and acceptance just is. But, but, on the other hand, we have to acknowledge, well, it isn't as simple as that. Because as Reverend Bruce Taylor shared January 8th, as we talked about last week with Esther, we are here because of all of those little faithful steps with God and with one another, people of faith who came before took. This isn't the end for them. This is just the beginning. Jesus took his own steps into ministry, into a life of faith, his own steps into the waters of baptism, not as a box to check or a way to be in the spotlight, not to say that I have arrived, but as a way to show solidarity with us, to join us in the waters, and as a way to experience God's grace. The baptism for Jesus um, was a launching pad he emerged from the waters of the Jordan and stepped into ministry. And what's so miraculous about all of this, about this story of Jesus' baptism, is that before he began his work, before he had done anything, what he hears from God the Father is this. This is my son, the beloved, with whom I am well I could go down the row. Caitlin, Emmy, Thomas, James, Everett, Joe, Cannon, Sawyer, Charles, Patrick, Gray, I almost forgot your name, <laughs> Adelaide, and Wesley Kate over there. It's fitting that it was you, Gray. Um, what I hope you hear today is that you are God's beloved sons and daughters, um, that grace abounds. As you were brought forward by your parents as infants to be baptized, grace abounds. As you made your way through confirmation, yes, sitting for two hours every Sunday night for three months in classes with me, grace abounds. As you come to the fount today to remember your baptism, to confirm the faith into which you were baptized, grace abounds. As you leave this space, taking those next steps, whatever they may be, grace abounds. So may that promise 
carry you through all those next steps. Um, and as you can all attest to, those steps will be many and varied along the journey of faith uh, because life is not a straight line. Amen? It's wavy. There's multi-directional lines sometimes. Uh, there's sharp turns and loops. There's breaks. Sometimes there's missing pieces. A life of faith is about seeking to love God and neighbor in the midst of it all. A life of personal holiness and social holiness. Meeting God in those turns and loops and breaks and missing pieces. And we all meet God in different ways and in different times in our lives. We all need a little something different from God at different times in our lives. Sometimes we will struggle. Sometimes we just come broken. Sometimes we think we have it figured out only to find out that we don't. Sometimes we want God to be something God isn't. And sometimes, hopefully sometimes, we are um, in grace able to just sit in gratitude in the presence of the God that we come to know in Jesus Christ, believing that Jesus is enough. Jesus' own life of faith is an example of seeking and meeting God in the midst of life. Jesus was intentional about taking time apart to pray. Jesus was intentional about life of faith in small group development. Jesus reached out in love and mercy to those he met along the way. Jesus came to the waters to be baptized. I wonder if the words of God the Father that day came about because God the Father knew that this is what Jesus needed to hear as he began his own ministry. This is my beloved with whom I am well pleased. We come as Jesus came to the water simply to receive as we prepare for the work ahead. So what I celebrate with the compromise, with them and for them today, what I am excited about and excited to see is, yes, they have chosen to confirm the faith into which they were baptized, um, to allow this church to be their family, and they've chosen to dive into this faith story, allow it to be their story, um, and to write their own chapter with their own next faithful steps. We celebrate that they are joining countless named and unnamed individuals in scripture, in the history of the church, who simply took the next fateful step in faith as best they could. We heard in Acts 10, Peter sharing the good news of the redemption and reconciliation found in Jesus Christ with Gentiles, swinging wide open the door um, for all, any and all, to come to know the God we meet in Jesus Christ. Today, as these young people confirm their faith, we give thanks that faith for them um, and faith for us is not about a set of rules to be followed. It's not a test we have to pass. It's not a scale weighing out the good and the bad. It simply means joining Jesus in the waters, giving our hearts to Jesus accepting that we are God's beloved sons and daughters, and then taking those next steps in faith, in life, as best we can. Knowing that we will struggle, knowing that at times we will break, 
knowing that we, we, there will be times we think we have it all figured out only to find out that we don't, knowing there will be times that we want God to be something that God isn't, but that there will also be times when we can simply sit in gratitude in the presence of the God we come to know in Jesus Christ, knowing, believing, trusting that Jesus is enough. Before the choir sings, I have a gift that I give to all the compromise. It's a little, a little magnet, and it's a prayer that I came across as I walked the pieces, a very um, pampered pieces of the walk of the Camino in Spain. Um, and it basically reminds us that it is a journey, and there are things we're supposed to pick up along the way. So reminding you, this is not the end of it all. This is just the beginning of your life of faith. Receive this prayer. Although I may have traveled all the roads, crossed mountains and valleys from east to west, if I have not discovered the freedom to be myself, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have shared all my possessions with people of other languages and cultures, made friends with pilgrims of a thousand paths, or shared dwelling with saints and princes, if I'm not capable of forgiving my neighbor tomorrow, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have carried my pack from beginning to end and waited for every pilgrim in need of encouragement or given my bed to one who arrived later than I, if upon returning to my home and work, I'm not able to create fellowship or to make happiness, peace, and unity, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have food and water each day and enjoyed a roof and shower every night or may have had my injuries well attended, if I have not discovered in all that the love of God, I have arrived nowhere. Although I may have seen all the mountains and contemplated the best sunsets, although I may have learned a greeting in every language or tasted the clean water from every fountain, if I have not discovered who is the author of so much free beauty and so much peace, I have arrived nowhere. If from today I do not continue walking on your path, searching and living according to what I have learned, if from today I do not see in every person, friend or foe, a companion on the journey, if from today I cannot recognize God, the God of Jesus of Nazareth, as the God of my life, I have arrived nowhere. Um, so our prayer for you is that in your journey of faith, uh, you do realize there will be ups and downs, twists and turns, uh, but you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and in prayer and discernment finding out what that next fateful step will be. Um, so as we move into uh, before you come forward and we move into a time for you to answer those historic questions, I'm going to let the choir kind of um, prayerfully enter us into this time with a song. <laughs> 